We're back. Oh, we made it. Yeah, it's it's been a rough couple of weeks, actually. <laughs> I haven't played Magic in three weeks, if uh, anyone's wondering what my life's been like. Um, so uh, it's time to record a video. Or If only we had already video screwed up. <laughs> Welcome to EDH Rec, guys. The podcast, the podcast about Evan, Evan doesn't know what he's doing. Up. Look, okay. <laughs> we're... I don't even care anymore. <laughs> we're the we're the podcast about non infinite commander and yes. no lab man and trying to record things properly because for two months we've been unable to figure out what's going on. So we really really hope we got it right this week, uh, and it's not super quiet like last week. Otherwise, this will be an ASMR podcast. Hey, Evan, how's it going? Well, look. Hey, oh, wait, that's because I put the mic away from my mouth so that... Uh, You're just so naturally <laughs> loud, okay? We talked about this. I am. This. I am just naturally loud. I have to actually control myself a little here because I was peeking into the red. Uh, so today we're going over uh, Cal time. Yes, we are. We're about to play our pre-release. We are, yes. So all of this is speculatory because we haven't played yet. Nope. Uh, we'll probably have more opinions two hours after finishing recording. Um, so uh, then you'll know if we're excited or disappointed. I've already made a call out on our Discord for everyone's really crappy pulls. Yes. I already yeah. on Facebook saw like a god pull of like seven mythics, and I was like, come on, people. No, I want to see all the garbage. I want, I want some reality here. <laughs> I want to see a guy who pulled like, you know, his best card was that bad white removal. That we're going to talk about is probably the worst card in the set. That's okay. We'll we'll cover it, buddy. Uh, look, uh, unlike the usual, Brian, you did this last time too. I did. Brian has done a ton of homework, and I've half-assed it, which yeah. isn't usually how this podcast this is goes. Not, this is not how we normally go. Um, but I said, things have been strange. It's, it hasn't been a good January for me. <laughs> People are strange. Um, so, But we're going to talk about Keldheim, and yeah. uh, you broke it down by rarity. I think you uh, said. No, then I sort of just backed it up then, and did okay, what you did. Because you asked me, and then I said, I just did the good and the bad. Yeah, so that's I put I together did. cards I don't like and yeah. cards I do like. Yeah. Um, okay. Some will surprise you, and some you could probably guess. So before uh, we ones start, I don't like. before we start, I didn't want to put out the disclaimer that I pretty much dislike all of the snow. I oh, will mention... I have a note here that the return of snow is always fun. I have. I it's will literally mention... on my. I have like four lines, and wow. that's one of them. Wow. Well, I will mention when I do <laughs> enjoy one of the snow. Apart from that, though, you can assume I don't like it. Okay. I don't think I have a snow thing listed here. Oh well. All right then. Oh, I guess I got two, but they're. Who cares if they're snow? Um, I don't know. I always like it's. That's a good look. We're on the the sunny beaches of Canada here. Uh, <laughs> snow snow feels like home up here in the north. <laughs> There's snow snow like no snow. Um, uh, this makes snow mana. <laughs> snow manalith. That's amazing. Uh, uh, people better just make snow puns all the time when these sets come out. If if there's not 50 dad jokes on Reddit by the time the set drops on the weekend, I'm going to be yeah. disappointed. So uh, I'm going to just start. I'm just throw. Uh, I guess we'll just go by by what? How do you want to do this, Evan? We didn't even talk. That's how. You, uh, that's how prepared. Well, I mean, just as I guess an introduction. Are you excited for uh, Norse sets? Apparently, it's been in the works for like 20 years, and they just yeah. I don't kept, believe that. Kept shit kicking it down the can. All. I don't know if I you ever don't think believe... a bunch of white people thought Norse. Okay, my my one problem here is that North mythology has been co-opted by the same people who stormed the capital of the U.S. So and a. And it makes Norse mythology a little less fun. I have zero reason to believe that they uh, created a uh, like 
Oriental-themed set before they did a Nordic set if it's been in the plans since before that you set. You don't think they're weebs? Come on. Come on. No. I don't think they plan the set. I think someone's just been pitching, what about the Norse gods for 20 years and they've ignored <laughs> them? And then like two years ago, they're like, maybe we should listen to that idiot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That could they have went, happened. We're that out of ideas. Happened. I guess we'll do a Norse set. Yeah, that could have happened. Um, uh, uh, my first thought on the set is uh, I feel like they did everything. So I don't think we're coming back to Keldheim anytime soon. Can you think of anything in North mythology that is not represented in this set? No, but then I'm not too heavy on it. I'm not either, but you know, like, like the only like, thing I could I see guess is they you do go like back a, and just make a new Thor. Yeah, they do, or they do like a revisit of like after Ragnarok or something. Yeah, because there's no characters missing. No, not that I know of. Um, but <laughs> so here's my big thing about it. One, I don't feel that we needed snow anymore. Um, I think it just creates an extra mechanic that that people are gonna think is sunshiny and cool for a while, and then it's just gonna suck. Um, yeah, it's gonna fade like all of the snow mechanics. Sure that's did. how all of snow always go. Yeah. and then you find one fringe card that makes you have to put your whole deck as snow. Exactly, and then uh, <laughs> the only cool thing I think that will come out of this is uh, Fortell. I think is a yeah, pretty potent good. ability. Yeah, uh, one of the cards that I have is the good. It's not flashy, but because it has Fortell, it's a pretty cool card. Yeah, there's a couple like, and that's the other thing is that the the Fortell cards weren't flashy. I find so much as they were just potent cards. Some of yeah, them. like when they were good, they were spot on. They're good. just like, like, what if we took an ordinary card but gave it this Fortell? Yeah, um, I've they're the design space. They're doing a lot of these like, put it like companion was this way, like non disruptible cards that you can just sort of hang out in yeah. space. The uh, the big note that I have on here is that I have a lot of cards that I just call like cool, like because the mechanics on them were cool. Right. Like like I'll explain them a little. There's a lot of cards that I want to try to cover, so I mean it's not going to be too much. So we should it. probably start talking about the cards. I but don't yeah. have that many. Um, and on the bad side, the cards. So the set overall doesn't excite me. Uh, we're playing our pre-release here, but like I'm not going to go out and like buy 15 cards when this is done. No, uh, I I uh, full full. Uh, whatever disclaimer here i haven't gone through the set to find out if there's any cards i need yet yeah uh, i frankly will probably discover them while talking be like yeah that'd be good i haven't yeah I've, I've been doing other things i haven't really put much thought into it um and the the other side for me there's is a I, couple generals that are interesting but i haven't yes decided there's a bunch of generals i hate and again people on discord already know <clears throat> the, the big ones. Uh, I will say this: I hate all the generals that everyone is excited for online. <laughs> so I think that's what I've discovered. I think, I think Tybalt's <laughs> pretty cool. I will say. I actually think Tybalt's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if it's any good. Yeah. Because that's, the jury's still out. But what I'm excited to watch people fail with is to play it as a two drop and then have it die and then realize it's a nine drop planeswalker. Yes, it's not going to be that, the best. How are you going to ever cast that in Rakdos? Um, <laughs> so. The, yeah, so the generals that everyone are stoked for, I think, are just the wrong direction that we 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 needed to see. I think uh, so. So to get into some of them, um, well, let's start with as, the big one. As we talk let's about start with them, the, let's start with the big one. Yeah, but as we talk about them, my problem is, and I try to talk to people about this, is they're so powerful. They're going to be arch enemy unless everyone's playing super powerful decks. Yes, uh, which maybe your meta is that way. Um, if it pulls super competitive. But otherwise, it's going to be three versus one, and you're going to find that you can't do anything because you're going to get hated out of the game so fast. 
And that's not fun. And I think there's a bunch of generals like that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I have no interest in them. So the big one is... Um, Obviously, Turgrid. Turgrid, God of Fright. It's yeah. just absolutely disgusting. I don't even know how you cast your commander. So Because everyone is going to crush you. For, for, for <laughs> everyone who's lived under a rock and just decided to tune in for this singular episode... Turgrid God of Fright is the 5-drop, 4-5 menace god. That's important. The menace is the best part of this. Uh, whenever an opponent sacrifices a non-land permanent or discards a permanent card, you may put that card from graveyard on the battlefield under your control. So it's an it that betrays for 7 less mana. And in your command zone. And in your command zone. And then it flips into an artifact that no one cares about that's called Turgrid's Lantern. Target player loses 3 life in this unless they sacrifice a non-land permanent or discard a card. And for 4, you can untap but the lantern. But you can go infinite with it. Sure, <laughs> but we don't care about that. So No, I don't think anyone even cares about it. But the other side is the part that everyone's worried about or stoked about. The the god part, because yes. you can literally play Fleshbag Marauder and get f- three creatures. Three, yeah, three creatures. You can play Shieldred and every turn steal their creature. Um, you can play him to Torak. Yeah, and get and two random straight cards. Straight up, <laughs> yeah. as long as they're non-token permanents. Well, the guy who comes here said he's just going to run Deathcloud. And then you sack everything, and yeah. he gets it all. Except for lands, but yeah. But again, uh, I, I, I don't For those who, who couldn't see me there, I, I shrugged silently at yeah. Evan, because at that point, who cares? Yeah. Um, uh, you play, um, uh, what's the, Black Rift, as we call it, whatever it's called. Uh, Torment of Hailfire, yeah, 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 yeah. And then what what are they supposed to do about it? Just lose the game. Uh, you're going to get hated out. Don't play this oh. card. This is one of the, this is, no, it is Sacrifice X Lands. Each I know, but X life yes, and discards but X Terrigrid doesn't gain lands. Oh no, oh, but no. he doesn't. Yeah, he gains any permanent. Dude. Oh, it's non-token. I thought it was non-land. No, oh, it's any permanent. Oh, God. Yeah. So he's just the stupidest thing. And this is so. Here's my big problem with him. And this is the guy I'm probably going to spend the most time on. We're going to try to rush. I'm trying this. to get past it because I just he I hate it. So is much. the exact opposite direction that you should be bringing EDH as a designer of MTG. Yeah. This is the least fun option. And oh, there's yeah. no way you're telling me this is for standard. Because this isn't for standard. No. There's, no not, enough play sack this options. there's not enough sack options in, no. in standard right now. So this yep. is a commander that they made. So I'll design this better. Whenever an opponent sacrifices a token permanent, gain control of it. <laughs> Make a copy of <laughs> Make it. Make a copy of it. And yeah. when people sack treasures, you steal them. Do you know what? It would be probably not a black card. It would be, it'd be blue Simic. probably. It would be Simic. Sure, because it would be super good. Actually, it would be Demir. Um, that would be way more fun. Yeah. Because you get food tokens and weird crap. We are like, like <laughs> clue tokens and, yeah. and, and, and like a shit ton of treasure. Yeah. Like it would be good. That'd be a good general. Whenever a, a, a token is sacrificed, gain a copy of it. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. But this, this is garbage. I think I it's terrible. can't stand it. And people who play this are garbage. And I'm going to say that knowing that two of the people who listen to this podcast <laughs> are building it and you yeah. now know what I think of you. You're garbage. Uh, <laughs> as human beings. Uh, so the next next card I think is terrible. Okay. Uh, is uh, Tor- Toralf. Toralf. I'll, I'll point this out. Thor. Uh, I have never said any of the names of these cards out loud until this moment. <laughs> um, the Thor card. The Thor card. Uh, yeah. First of all, the Thor's hammer is absolutely terrible. It it's is so such garbage. It wouldn't even be a good comment. I don't even know why you'd want to cast it as the no as idea. the hammer side. Um, it only gives a buff to legendaries, and then it you has can to throw tap it back to your hand, and you have to tap it. Yeah, it doesn't auto equip. <laughs> no, so it costs like six and back to your hand to to bolt something, which is 
just awful. Anyway, uh, the other part of it is, again, like uh, the black uh, god here. Um, so whenever a creature or planeswalker an opponent controls is dealt ex excess non-combat damage, Toraf uh, deals damage equal to the access to any target other than that permanent. So you just blast act or you chain reaction or you uh, you do yeah star of extinction yep. and you just win the game. Yep. And everyone's going to know that's going to happen and they're going to destroy your commander the moment it comes out because they know that the next turn you may just nuke the board. Um, if if this didn't say opponents and it just did it to players and you could accidentally nuke yourself, the card would be better. Yes. Because it'd be like my Heartless hits his Zuko deck where you have to like figure out how to not nuke yourself in the process. Way more balanced. If it, But if, if it's it was just random. opponents, if opponents have creatures, well, they usually do. Um, so if it was, yeah, if it was sure. random, <laughs> sure, that, that would be more red. It would be the slowest better. play possible. Well, yeah, but, but then at least at least you would you would uh, you would avoid that sort of uh, red. Uh, this doesn't seem red to me. Well, it is because you're just trying to do tons of damage to things. But there's no. Where's the chaos? Yeah, it's well, it's it's just straight fire. So here's what's gonna happen. It's passion. This is like repercussions, best friend. Yes. Because you're gonna blast act. Deal thirteen and then deal twelve. <laughs> yeah. To whatever target. I know that's what I mean. That you literally cast your commander and win the next turn. Yeah. That's it. Uh, everyone will blow up your commander. I know because I played Heartless. It was funny, but people eventually clued in and they blow up my commander so much that I just couldn't play the deck anymore. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. So the three of the cards that I want to talk about, they're all sort of fitting into one theme, and it's the three white mythics uh, for cards that uh, are bad. Sure. But well, they're just bad in they're general. They're just bad. So the three white mythics are Halvar, the God of Battle, who's just yet another equipment aura. If he wasn't mono white, uh, that equipment might be fun to play as a commander. Yeah. I don't know if it's good just because you can flip the guy back to your hand when it dies. Um, the hammer like brings back the equipped creature to your hand, yeah, which is kind of good. But I don't know what you do in mono white with that. No, like... Angels, it's, maybe it's yeah. Well, and that's and here's the so in the other part of it, we, the other two, the other two mythics yeah. is the create X angels if you foretold it. Uh, that's the, I laugh that they're angel warriors, and I, I think my joke online was they're just slapping, uh, like creature types on. They're like, well, we've done angel tokens to death, so they're so, angel warrior tokens. They're different, right? They're so, different. No, it's the same as every other boring one that uh, makes angels. So it's the four drop. Uh, create a white angel, 4-4 four, four white angel warrior creature token with flying and vigilance. If the spell is foretold, create X of them. The foretold is XX white. Yeah, I don't think it's very good. Uh, no. For a mythic, I would be <laughs> disappointed. And then the other mythic is Resplendent Marshall, the angel warrior with flying. Now, his ability is kind of cool. Whenever he enters the battlefield or dies, you may exile another creature card from your graveyard. When you do, put a right. plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control other than Resplendent Marshall that shares a creature type with the exile card. Yeah. But it's just more angel push. It is. It's also weird because exiling your own creatures, it's supposed to be like sacrificing them for the greater good, but it kind of feels like a black card where you sacrifice them for the greater good. For the, for the greater good, exactly. Um, uh, so it's weird to kill off your friends for your own benefit. I don't, I don't see these two cards being big hitters. And I, I don't think, think the white is very good in this set because there's also like the... Okay, the flash, like exile and attacking creature pro gods is probably super funny. He's in like my middle um, section. I almost... I think like <laughs> if I get one, I'll put it in my human deck because it'll be funny. Um, um, and then the one that... The stacks one? 
but I don't know if anyone wants to so, play that. So I'll talk about Rydane. Because snow Rydane isn't was on popular my, uh, enough, so you just need it for the, the stacks ability. Well, and I think that the artifact on the other side is really good. So Rydane is, is who you're talking about. But it can it uh, lead a mono white? I don't know if it's strong enough for that. So the, the white side of it, the creature side, is two and a white for a 2-3 Flying Vigilance God. Snow lands your opponent's control onto the battlefield tapped. Whatever. Non, yeah, that doesn't actually matter at all. It'll screw over one in... 40 people it'll who, are, who are playing snow-covered mountains. <laughs> it'll screw you for the next six months. Yeah. And then Innistrad will get announced. You'll no catch the random person who just yeah. put them in their deck because it was funny. Or because they're <laughs> tryhards with extra planar lens like snow-covered. Or you do it like me. I don't own snow colors. Still have an extra planar lens. <laughs> See? I appreciate that more. <laughs> and then the other power that she has on it, which is what most people play it for, is non-creature spells your opponent's control. Uh, your cast with a converted mana cost four or greater cost two or more to cast. That's rough. That's pretty rough. But again, but I don't know if you can win off that. But The artifact side, which I think is better, is essentially for four, it's Urza's armor. If a source and opponent controls with deal damage to you or permanent, you control prevent one of it. And then whenever you or another permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability and opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless its controller pays one. It's pretty potent. So targeting things, yeah, you know, it's 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 a cool stacks effect. On the yeah. artifact side, and it's kind of a ho hum one on the the angel side or the god yeah. side. Uh, I did have Rydane as as on my good side of things, and then Doomscar, of course, is the other really good white card, uh, the board wipe that you can. Yes, tell that's for, that's for my like on good like that's like yeah. I put it in and was like, look, this thing isn't flashy, but like uh, essentially a Wrath of God for three yeah. is awesome. Now the thing about Fortel though that I didn't realize till I just read it when I went over the set the other day. Is that you can't cast it on the same turn you foretell it? Yes. So I mean, there's basically no point. Yeah. So the sorceries slow down a bit. The instants are still good, which we'll get into. Uh, another white card that I really enjoyed was Search for Glory. Uh, is that one that gets the snow sorcery? Search your library for a snow permanent, a legendary card, or a saga card. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. Then shuffle your library. You gain one life for each snow mana spent to cast a spell. Now, I just like the fact that it's a tutor for any legend, any legendary card at all. Yeah. So you can go get a land, you can go get an enchantment, you can go get anything you need in your deck. Uh, it's a pretty cool tutor. I think if you're running idyllic tutor, there's no reason to not run this Fair. if you yeah. feel it goes in the same slot. Uh, and then Spectral Steel. Don't know that one. So Spectral Steel, let me just find it on my list here. There it is. Uh, it's an enchant creature for two, one and a white. Enchant creature gets plus two, plus two, but the cool part of it, and this was the part that I thought was a cool thing that they did is that for one and a white, you exile it from your graveyard, and that's part of the cost. Okay. Uh, return another target aura or equipment card from your graveyard to your hand. Okay. So when it goes to the yard, you can exile it from uh, the yard to put one from your yard in your hand. That's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't, is, I assume it's like a common or something, because I didn't It's really, an uncommon, yeah. I didn't look at a whole lot of them, because I phoned, well, Evan, I phoned it in this week. You phoned it But it's okay, in. because you've picked up the slack. You know what? I will burden those on my shoulders yet again. <laughs> uh, so, on uh, yeah, so the bad side, we, I covered the white cards. Actually, I didn't. There's another card uh, called Divine Gambit, which is Still the, got the removal, Evan. The removal. Oh, the one that you were talking about, like uh, uh, where I think I'm coining the phrase uh, sorcery is the new instant. Yes. So it's the... Because uh, all they seem to do... Okay, there is there is a black one that exiles a creature or planeswalker for four. Yes. That's pretty good. Um but man, do they seem to hate instant speed removal. <laughs> so there's that big push lately thanks to a rather popular 
video a vlogger or whatever you call those people about white not being the color of removal. Not being the color? Yes. So his, their argument, is. his argument was that it's not because there's there's effective ones in every color now. Well, yeah. Well, the counter argument, though, is that white is the color of exile. Yes. It's the cover of But they're giving it to removal. black for some reason. They are. But so this is the two-drop sorcery that but says... But they aren't all. Like, red still struggles for certain removal. Oh, yeah. Uh, Enchantment. Green... Green doesn't struggle with anything. No, I guess it's got artifact and enchantment. Name one thing green struggles no, with. Nothing. You're right. <laughs> As like acidic slime gets the land. It struggles to play fair. Yeah. <laughs> so Divine Gambit is exile target artifact creature or enchantment and opponent controls. That player may put a permanent card from their hand onto the battlefield. Oof. That is trash. Oh, uh, swords to guns or whatever yes, they call swords it. Swords to guns, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> I would assume it upgrades <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> So those are sort of the cards that I had I had pointed the, out. It, this is that card's only good if they have no cards in hand, and yeah. if it was an instant. Yeah, a sorcery no. speed with a downside. What the hell? If you had Urza's glasses, sure. Yeah, you, know, you just <laughs> you are like see their hand and be like, oh, you only have instants. What, what permanents do you have left in your hand? Uh, yeah. So those that covers white for me pretty much. White yet again, I feel got this straight shaft in this one. They're just the redheaded it's, stepchild. I don't think just, it's very good. Like when when get the, the first fuck back in the closet. when the first god there Halvar got spoiled. I was like, it's not very good. No, no. Now to be fair, the first spoils I didn't think were very good at all for anything. Yeah. Valky Valky was probably the best out of the first round of spoils. Yeah, fair. Um, speaking of which, Valky is one of my personal faves. Uh, the guy I, who I like Tybalt. I I think Valky's. Better than I think Tybalt's just too. Man, is that I played Rakdos and seven drops are hard. To They're pull tough off. to get there. Yeah, I don't know how you like. Tybalt looks fun and wonky and and crazy, and you get to exile everything and play it. But like, I don't know how you pull it off. I don't know how you play seven it, drop. Like, I don't know how you play it past the second time. Yeah, because I said if you play Valky and then are like, well, now that I got mana, I'll cast the planeswalker side it's like you need nine you yeah. need nine bloody mana yeah yeah um it's hard to do but valky is super cool because you get to uh you get to try to play cards it's balanced because um you still have to pay the casting cost you do <laughs> yes yeah um but i think it's a lot of fun um he's i think he i think he's gonna be a fun general i think he's gonna be a popular one uh and i think you're right though like a lot of people I are gonna, gonna play it wrong uh people will play it wrong and i also think that people will uh We'll just, I mean, and we, I, I just watched a stream the other day where just like no removal was run in like <laughs> two hours. Me, you're driving crazy. Um, it was, it was, it was infuriating. Um, we're, we're, we're slowly noticing that we play differently. I think we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we play, we play, uh, like tabletop, but hard. <laughs> 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 we play it competitively. <laughs> so the, uh, the blue cards. That I kind of identified as as bad. So the only blue card that I really didn't like was Kasima, uh, the uh, the God of the Voyage. Oh, I I mean I kind of like it because it does something new. Um, I'm pretty sure I'd misplay it. Yeah. Um, I'm also pretty sure that the best way to play it is have two of them because it really seems like once it flips. You really need another Kasim out. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's the weird thing is that you need to somehow clone it, kill it, bring the other side out. I'm assuming yeah. they don't count as the same permanent if they're on their flip sides, right? Well, Kasima exiles itself, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. So legendary rule, but 
the other one like triggers on like like the the vehicle gets you a bunch of land cards which would be awesome for Kasima except Kazuma's not there because... To see the land cards, and so, neither is she exiled, so that means that so, she won't get the triggers. I mean, this goes into, like, the, the crab, which was, like, how many lands can you have in islands? Yes. Uh, it's something new. Man, it's wonky, but, uh, look, I'm just down on all the super powerful cards. This is not a super powerful card. It's wonky and possibly bad, so I'm I'm pro this card. I don't know what you do with it yet. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alrun's Epiphany is another card that I, I wasn't too keen on. That's on my list of bad. Because Create two one one blue birds. Take an extra turn. Exile it. You can foretell it to cast it on another turn. So why make birds? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, is making two one ones going to help you close out the game when you take that <laughs> extra turn? Like, was it just not flashy enough to take an extra turn? I don't understand. It's like. Maybe this card I don't is like, made for standard. I don't like extra turn spells, but the fact that they just like slapped on make yeah. two birds makes me hate it more because I just don't get it. It seems utterly pointless. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't too keen on it when I saw it either. Um, the the mythic god actually, I wasn't too keen on the Alrund. He's just kind of meh. Yes, the guy uh, who flips into it. I'm sure there's something I'm missing. He's good to thin through your deck, but like, well, like he's got like how many cards you have in your yeah. hand. Yeah. I think there's a way to build them. The fact that the Raven has to flip back to your hand, I, maybe it's good because then you don't run into the Valky problem of dying commander attacks. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you can play the bird, and then you can scry. Um. Again, I don't know if he's super good. I think you could have some fun with him. Um, so I'm fine with it, but like, I, I don't know. I, I, it's the problem of like, he's Odin. He should be super strong and he isn't. But then if he was super strong, I'd be complaining about him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and as Odin, I do also feel that maybe he should have been multicolored. Yeah. Well, you I know? think they wanted him to be the wise old sage. I but. suppose. But he's also like the god of one of the gods of like battle. Yeah, uh, the other big one on the blue list that I'm torn on, and I think it's actually going to be worse than everyone is talking about, is the the blue Zada or whatever the Orvar, Orvar the all form. I actually think it's terrible. So one of my problems with this card is is the very lack of targetable blue cards that matter. They're all terrible. Like people are like Twiddle. It's like cool, and then like the random ones that are like target creature gets minus six minus O or something. Yeah, yeah. So like, but like. You're filling your deck with a bunch of shit that if I kill your general is useless. It's like, like the feather problem. Yeah. Yeah. Feather works except when feather dies and then and you're then like feather doesn't work. My whole hand is garbage. But the better part of that oddly but, enough feather works better cuz feather's in white and can protect herself. <laughs> yes, and feather works better because half those cards just draw you cards. Yes. What is there's no instant speed blue cards that draw you cards? Well, the, the that wisp, target anything. The wisp the blue wisp would, because all the wisps do. I don't know. The Turns the creature blue. I think it makes it unblockable. Oh, draw a card. Sure, you could do that. So that would help you. But that's only once. And then what do you copy? You copy the creature it targets. So yes, you could probably do some pretty terrible things in this. But if the, your general dies, you you have a bunch of useless cards because yes. the targetable cards. Because the advantage cards, to feather is you get your useless cards back. You yes. refill your hand. Um, and the way you build her doesn't make them useless. Like the draw cards are to fit yeah. through your deck because you're in. But Orvar, and and all you do is target feather. It's a one piece combo. It's yes. feather plus all these janky cards. Orvar needs other targets, so you have to build two things. You have to build good cards to copy, and a bunch of crappy cards. Yeah, and then hope that you don't just draw the crappy cards. 
Now, the with cool no thing targets. Is, so. Orver also says, though, the bottom part is when a spell yeah. or ability an opponent controls causes you to discard a card, copy a permanent. That's good in standard. I don't know if... I mean, it's funny if it happens, but uh, I like that they made it so you can't. Yes. If it said if you discard it, that would be, be way better. Yeah, no, that would be... Uh, but, but the fact that you can't control it... Um, I don't know. They're doing all this weird stuff where you like make token permanence now. I think he's and I'm good. waiting for it to break magic, but yeah. it doesn't seem to have yet. I think he's good. I just think that he is not as good as everyone's leading him off to be. And he's people better are going to be... misform ultimatus. Okay, sure. Which is pretty much the same thing, but he lacks flying because he does have changeling. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think he's the 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 you know hot sauce that. No. He's fine. No. There's probably weird things you can do with him. I think Brunaclad's probably still better. <laughs> yes, as do I, yeah. Um, the one under it, though, on our, our list of cards we're just looking at. Icebreaker Kraken I discovered today. Yeah. That card's hilarious. Uh, sure. Uh, you can cast it for cheap if you play Snow, and then you can just ice over someone's entire board, and then you can flip it to your hand and, and do, do it, it again. again. Yeah. It's just a dick card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The the other blue card that I thought was amazing, there's two of them actually, is Mystic Reflection, which is the choose target non-legendary creature the next time one or more creatures or planeswalkers enter the battlefield. Yeah. So, I mean, we saw the combo on Twitter with the this it's plus the... It's only a combo of uh, yeah. Avengers Endicard. Avengers Endicard. The card. problem with this card is it's only a combo, and if you don't get the piece, I don't think it does anything. Well, it's not a combo so much as it also like lets you protect yourself. Like, If something big is out there, you can become a copy of it. Yes, um, I probably need to play this in my my Tressorhorn deck because it has like kobolds. Yes, and if someone can cast their commander, and I can just target like a kobold of Cure Keep. So it can't do legendaries. Exactly. So I can't target uh, Tressorhorn, which would be way better because then they'd have to sack crap. Yes. Um, but if you could target, you know, like a kobold of Cure Keep, and it comes in as a zero one. Oh yeah. yeah. Instead of whatever it's supposed to be, <laughs> that uh, would be funny. And then Reflections um, of Litjara, which is the enchantment. Uh, choose that, a creature yeah. type. Whenever you, you cast a spell of the chosen type, copy that spell. That's this pretty cool. Disadvantage. It, this card seems super broken, but it has the same thing all these cards have, which is it's a five drop that technically does nothing the moment you play it. And True. therefore, people won't play it very often. I found this, that there's been a bunch of these enchantments, um, and they seem super good. And then you just take them out of your deck because you realize that you play them and then nothing happens. <laughs> uh, I will point out... Um, the magic seems to have lost its trend. There is no janky, possibly terrible uh, red enchantment. There's no form of the dragon. There's no tectonic, like your sight lands have cycling. True. There's no uh, experimental frenzy red. where you, you play things off the top of your library instead of in your hand, like super wonky cards. Apart from it's the counter spell, red <laughs> lost a lot of its chaos uh, in this set. Yes. Uh, the, the only other blue card that I wanted to mention was... Uh, was um, was it Raven form? No, no. Because so, that card sucks because it's a sorcery. It's a common. It's called Behold the Multiverse. Uh, and sure. I only want to mention it because of its name, which is called Behold the Multiverse. Yeah. Which insinuates that it's powerful. The card's sure. a four-drop instant that says <laughs> scry two, then draw two cards. Well, that's pretty powerful. That's You're beholding the multiverse <laughs> with that one, buddy. Behold. All right, moving on. Cards. Uh, black. Black's got, got a uh, black. We already some complained. Good we we did, already yeah. talked about a couple. Uh, I'd like to talk about the uh, burning rune demon. 
Sure, Rune Scar Demon for even better. For even better, yeah. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for exactly two cards not named oh Burning my Rune God, Demon. So and so on. That has different names. <laughs> if you do, reveal those cards and so on, and an opponent chooses one <laughs> of them, put the chosen card into your hand and the other into your graveyard, then shuffle your library. So there's a but, lot of words there to say go find two cards, your opponent lets you have one. Yes. Uh, but if you put it in your graveyard, that's bad, right? Yeah, I guess. I think it's a downside. Sure. I can't see how you could possibly exploit that. <laughs> if it was in <laughs> if it was in red, that might be a downside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, just clearly better Runescar Demon. There's just there's no reason not to run this over. Runescar. I like that you can't search for Burning Rune Demon uh, or so two you, swamps. So <laughs> I know you can't go get two swamps with this. But you could get a snow covered swamp and a swamp. Uh, Eradicator Valkyrie, the next mythic down, is not a mythic in my mind. Like I don't, I feel like it's a waste of a mythic mythic slot. I mean, yeah, it's flying lifelink hexproof from planeswalker. I I don't know. Um, like if it was, you can't oh, that a little late. It stops Oko. Sure, sure. Um, four three flying life. Yeah, no, it's the rare. It's not a mythic. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then um, oh Egon Egon's kind of funny though. I actually <laughs> like this card. I like that there's a one drop black artifact that can be your like here. Here's what I like about this set: you can play non creatures as your as commander. commander, and they're all terrible. Yeah. So go to town because none of them are broken. <laughs> no, it's it's um, gonna be great. They're kind of funny. Um, so go to town. Uh, you know, beginning your upkeep, mill a card, and you can exile a creature card from a graveyard to draw a card. Is that good? I don't know, but it sounds funny. <laughs> so this, th and then having a six-six death toucher for three is also pretty funny. I think my favorite card in the set is in black, uh, Dream Devourer, the O3 Demon Cleric, uh, for two. Each non-land card oh, in your hand so with foretel <laughs> without foretell has foretell. Its foretell cost is equal to its mana cost reduced by two. You're in black. You can just cabal coffers and just place your whole hand on the ground and True. say, I've foretold all of them. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. No hand manipulation. Yeah. If someone wheels, you get a full hand. Yeah, that's the big thing, I think, with foretell is realizing Holy that you can't, moly. you can't, um, uh, you can't control, uh, you can't get rid of it. It's just there. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. It'll come back eventually. It is crazy. And I think that's where you're going to find out that foretell is super good. Um, um, it's like morph into the exile zone. <laughs> yeah, the another bad card on the black side is Skemfar Avenger, which is the elf berserker. The they're doing this black elf stuff. So here's the thing about I'm this already card. tired of it after two sets. <laughs> there is not a single elf deck I've ever seen play who wants to let you draw a card and lose a life whenever an elf dies. I've seen times where you could just die, where people have so yeah. many elves out to a board wipe that you're True. just like draw 42 cards Oops, and lose 42 die. life. Like yeah. I mean, maybe it's for standard. Maybe it's a two-drop, three-one that people will play. But I think that a smart opponent will just let you keep playing elves and then be like, <laughs> "Wrath of God!" Like, yeah. Uh, the one under it, the Draugr. We're just going by the list on Mythic spoilers. By the way, just <laughs> given up. I have lists, but now we're just scrolling. Uh, I have a I have a list as well. But uh, I, I so this is on my list as a good card, the Draugr Necromancer. I didn't even read this one. If a non-target creature an opponent controls would die, exile it, put an ice counter on it. Instead, you may cast spells from among the exile your opponent's own with ice counters on them. You spam manas from snow sources as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. Weird that it's a black card. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's also kind of cool in the fact that even without snow, you're just going to exile their cards. Yeah. You know? Uh, oh, I guess yeah, it's based on creatures dying, but the, yeah. the, the gaining other color mana is weird for black. And then, man, Rise of the Dreadmarn. Oh yeah, that was the, the one that I could blame. Holy moly! The zombies don't come to play tapped. It's yeah, 
absolute it's color pie just break. A better they black always come card. into play tap. That's like common to all <laughs> of these cards. So this is the three drop that you can foretell for one. Create X two two black zombie berserker creature tokens. There it is again, just doubling down on it. It's a walker, guys. It's a zombie. It's uh, just adding keywords. X is the yeah. number of non-token creatures that died this turn. That card's that card's so good. Varagoth, the blood sky sire, black got crushing this time. Uh, he's the guy that uh, everyone's probably seen him. You can boast when he attacks to t any player tutors their library. Uh, which player do you think will you'll target? Uh, all of them. Any Your of them? opponents, right? Of course. <laughs> but that's because you also have an opposition agent in hand. Uh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Poison the Cup is just a straight better murder. Uh, Destroy target creature. One. If the spell was foretold, scry two. Oh. It's the same cost. And if you foretell it to wait a turn, you just sure. scry two. Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't always just foretell it. Uh, yep. Uh, the Skemfire Shadow Sage is pretty cool. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, either choose that each opponent X loses X life or X is the greatest number of creatures you control that have a creature type in common. It's such a wordy way of just... There's so many wordy-ass... Uh, like or the reverse, so... you gain X life or X is the greatest Remember number of Magic creatures you control. Remember when Magic was Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, no, I do. Barely. It, uh, they've gone through a weird shift in the last like year. They I've have. gone really wordy, really off-kilter. It might work. Eh, um, we'll see. Uh, they have some pretty. The black was really good. Crippling fear is cool. The board wipe, the minus three, minus three. Yeah, that creatures. Super, it's like uh, the the one that destroys them all that costs a fortune. Yeah, uh, uh, but now it's minus three, which is still good. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a fine little card to throw in your deck. Um, yeah. But yeah, that Daragoth, Varagoth, or whatever Varangoth, the crazy boast tutor is insane. Um, so I think black got huge this set. Like, black got really good cards. Yeah, so far we haven't been... Blue was like, eh, all the legends are like, whatever. Shockingly, white was trashed again. Oh, yeah, what uh, a surprise. I don't know how that happened. It's because it's too powerful. Uh, white, yeah, they got to tone it back. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, so red, um, we already talked about uh, Thor. I don't like it. Uh, Tybalt's Trickery. No, is a chaos Stop warp it. as a uh, counter spell that good? Is, that is, I will laugh at someone if they play that card. That is the worst card. They put all the chaos on one card. Yeah, and they put all of it in there. I like that it mills, like randomly. I think to stop like someone from topping in response to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, all I can think of that's is all there I can like think of. someone will top in response and that'll slow things down. Yeah, I have I have no idea. Um. Or it's so you can't do it on yourself? I don't know, man. It's a bad card. Though. To be fair, you say. should definitely just use this on your own spell and see what you get. Well, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh. Just be like, whatever. I don't. See. Um, this this is like you can only counter something that is about to win the game. I, yeah. Because, my God, could you screw this up? Like, you can be like, Chaos Warp is bad, but like this one... Um, is it just any? It's a non-land card. Yeah. The advantage to Chaos Warp is it has to be a permanent. And so, so if you're getting rid of a huge threat and they get a permanent, you're probably okay. You got time, but like you could just hit anything. You know, bad. Damnation just hits yeah. another board wipe, like yeah. or it hits Shieldred, and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Or like, but like Chaos Warp could hit it, and sure, but I don't know. This seems worse because. Half the time they hit a land or an instant or sorcery and they don't get anything. Chaos Warp, you also have time to choose when to do it, whereas you have to make that decision sure, right yeah, now, yeah. right, in response to cast. <laughs> um, 
but that's I think that's and chaos warp is bad, pure bad, desperation because you play it to get rid of enchantments. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only <laughs> and reason you just to play take it. the risk. Uh, Dragon Kim Berserker is another card I don't think is that good that I think people will think is good. It's the two drop two two first strike. Uh, boast abilities you activate cost one less to activate for each dragon you control, and it boasts for five to put a five five red dragon creature token into play. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Uh, uh, stop pushing. You miss some of the legends. Well, that's because they're bad. Uh, uh, Brigiri is God of Storytelling. Is the it's confusing because it does three different things. Actually, Bagiri's fine. The it's probably good. I think that the artifact is really funny because it's a free discard outlet, which yes. doesn't tend to happen. I don't know if it's good because you can't discard the cards you exiled. Yeah. So it's super weird, but like. So um, I think my favorite red card in the set. It combos with um, uh, Squee. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> uh, Magda the Brazen Outlaw, the dwarf. Yeah, the, the dwarven one legend. Yeah, uh, people are excited for that. Other dwarves you get get plus one, plus zero. Oh. Whenever you, a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure. Sack five treasure, search your library for an artifact or dragon. Put that card on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Teams up rather well with Goldspan Dragon, the new dragon in the set. They've been pumping out like the crazy treasure. strong dragons, yeah. like Terror of the Peaks. Yeah. Uh, they've just been like, like every set's like, here's a mythic dragon that's insanely strong. So he comes out, brings out Goldspan. Goldspan's Flying Haste 4-4. Whenever it attacks or becomes a target of a spell, create a treasure. Treasures you have... Tap for two. Tap, sack for two. It's it's um, super any good. Any one color. I don't think it's broken. Oh, the other one's the um, the one where uh, the Hellkite, that uh, your red doesn't disappear. Oh, yeah, like They yeah, just yeah, keep yeah, making... Yeah. yeah. Um, this dragon's awesome. I don't see anything wrong with it. No, I think it's it great. It can be exploited, but... Uh, for some reason, nothing in it seems bad. <laughs> I, th I think um, it's fine. Go I to love town, it. play this, play uh, Brass's Bounty, <laughs> get a treasure per land, and just storm out. Just go go to town. I want to see someone just win, not with that. I just want to see someone win because of the sheer amount of treasure they create. Like I don't yeah. want you to win with that 10 treasure card. Just be able to dominate a game with just like <laughs> 85 treasure tokens. And then sack them all to Helix Pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going into green, which again didn't get any love, of course. Uh, uh, wait. Oh, what the, are we talking the about? The red now? boast general is terrible. Okay, move on. All right, yeah, no, okay. And so is the stupid uh, giant. Multicolored green, I hate it. You already built the deck. I love it. Uh, it should, that stupid enchantment, uh, should go to hand. Yes. Because it goes to the prismatic bridge. Because it goes to play, it's just. Disgusting. Yeah. So Isika, her one side is she's just a mana rock. Who cares? Uh, but on the <laughs> on the other side, it's it's Oath of the Druid with no downside, except you have to do it and hits planeswalkers and creatures. Sure. Oh yeah, that's a downside for sure. That's what I said, but no downside. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only downside is it's five colors, I guess. Um, that's really hurt. The fi five colors has been hurting. You're right. There's yeah. no powerful five. There's color. no powerful five color generals. Um, <laughs> Golos was so underrated or overrated. That's um, in my bad list, by the way. <laughs> so is the next card on Mythic Spoilers. So, uh, just a sec. The the now I built a version of this deck. Sure, you I'm not like... going to spoil it. No, it's amazing. I played I... it the other day. Okay, as we were talking about it, I think today you yeah. could have fun. I pitched you just play all the old Elder Dragons, and I pitched you like just the have bringers of the dawns, yeah. <laughs> or you just have so my my my. Original idea has been built. Go rebuild the Togatog. And my <laughs> new idea, though, is to name the deck Russian Roulette and yes. have Progenitus, Shuffling Ulamog, Shuffling Kozilek, Blightsteel Colossus, Darksteel Colossus, and Phage as the only six <laughs> creatures in the deck. 
So whenever you flip cards, if you hit Phage, you just lose the game. No Torpor Orb, you just <laughs> lose the game. Sure. Uh, so that would be fun. Sure. Yeah, and maybe that's the only way that this will be passable is yeah. if uh, people only play this card to be just stupid bullshit. I think that's um, it. Yeah. Because, man, can it be overpowered if you want it to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. And they haven't made a like five-color general that I've been excited for since... I guess Morpheron. Morpheron was really funny. Um, uh, the Morpheron rest was terrible. fine. Uh, I, I really like uh, Sisse, but that's solely because I built her a weird way, I think. I don't think I built her the way people normally build that Sisse. I've seen I've seen more people do it as um, Sisse... Uh, shrines? Shrines. Yeah. Except uh, I haven't seen anyone else play Secret Tech Pramicon, <laughs> which is if anyone is playing Sisse Shrines and they do not have Pramicon in the deck, you are playing it wrong. wrong. <laughs> Because the way you do it is the moment someone swings at you, they go to combat, you get out Pramicon and tell them to swing the other way, <laughs> and they're just stuck. <laughs> uh, so you want to talk about the next mythic down, uh, which is the Battle, battle Mammoth? Battle Mammoth is, uh, I already complained about Elder Gargaroth. It's the same stupid garbage. It's just green, pushed in every way, getting you card draw, getting you a low mana cost, getting you a big creature. It's just... It's I hate it. It also has reparations. It has a, a an Orzhov ability. That is true. Sorry, an Azorius ability. Uh, I don't. I, I hate it. The next guy down, I kind of like, which is Tovar Tyvar Kel. Um, I read Elves a bunch of time and then stopped reading this guy. I don't know what he does. Uh, so his first his first three powers are fine. It's his alt that I have a problem with. So Elves you control have tap. They become land where Elves tap out of green mana, which is fine. Well, there's a guy in this deck who has like Elf Link. Yes. Uh, or the his, set. His plus one is put a plus one plus one counter up to one target elf. Untap it against death touch till the turn. His zero is create a one one green elf warrior creature token. Now that alone, in my mind, is a pretty good mythic. Yeah, that's true. You know, your yeah. elves get huge. Uh, your elves tap for mana. The heck and is then with this emblem? It's the emblem. So for minus six, you get an emblem that says whenever you cast an elf spell, it gains haste and you draw two cards. Very green, insofar <laughs> as green now does everything. Green has haste. Why not? Green draws cards when you cast. Sure. Okay. Well, green always had a bit of haste. Not I think it was secondary. Uh, and then Vorinclex, we don't even need to talk about that asshole. Uh, Vorinclex is a lesser. Uh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Uh, are they just going to print Vorinclex and then forget about it? Or is there going to be like a random Praetor in like every set? And so it's going to be like an Avengers-style team-up at, at the end of like a year. I think in the story, didn't Kaya track Vorinclex? Someone Apparently tracked they're him tracking here. them. Because yeah. tra but Elish Norn's like taken over and they're waiting for her to come back, I guess. Yeah, Elish Norn runs uh, Mirrodin or whatever yeah. she calls it. New Phyrexia, she won. Yeah. Um, and then I think... It's a couple of them are dead. I think only one's dead. I think just the Hidden. Urbraska is the only dead super one, I think. Now. <laughs> He's super hidden in a grave. Um, some of the other green cards that I wanted to talk about were uh, were the the the. Um, sorry, I'm just going through my list here. The Realm Walker, which is the the shapeshifter changeling. When it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may cast creatures of the chosen type from the top of your library. Okay. So sure. it's just it's just an oracle for creatures of one type. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, and yeah. then, of course, Toski, who if sure. I pull, I'm the building. The squirrel. The squirrel. Uh, also, keyword soup has everything. For some reason, has coastal piracy because green green has everything. Well, the color pie might as well. Someone better mock up the new color pie. That's just, just it's green. green. <laughs> because it's just an inner circle of green go surrounded name, by the other colors. Name something that green can't do. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. They can't counter but, spells outright. So sure, sure. That'll be next. Uh, They'll somehow be like, if you control a creature, counter target spell. Unfortunately, they brought back infect. Uh, in what color? Hold on. They brought back poison. Poison counters. counters. And you know what? I have a controversial take here. I like this because no, it, it harkens back to old poison counters with like swamp mosquito. That was like a zero where's one. My, that all it did. Where's the little uh, soundtrack button so I can go like? It wah, has to. Wah, wah, it has to be wah, death wah, touch. Wah, 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 Most of them are bad. Here, here's what's happened. Uh, so, everyone has complained about infect. So you do realize there's a card called Bow and Nylea, right? Yes, that's going to be super okay. good. <laughs> but I don't know if any. Would you build your whole deck with like decent re uh, green cards just to fetch up uh, Bow and Nylea to make your whatever? So better? green wins without this guy in play. Yeah. So just build good green and That's have Bowen Alea with that as your backup. I mean, I want you like you'd want to build this with like the the shittiest things. Um, I'm fine with this because uh, first of all, now everyone gets to call it infect, and then you get to be like, no, nah, they're poison. No, no, bud. But I have realized that nobody wins with infect. It's actually bad. It gets hated out to insane degrees. No one ever wins with it. Who cares? Um, so I'm fine with this one existing. Um, I don't like anything you just said. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with and, a uh, single word that came out of your look, mouth. Look, I complained about all of them. I don't think anyone's winning with this guy. You're yeah. going to play like, <laughs> like I think Zendikar had like a 1-1 one, one death touch like flash snake. Like you're going to play that garbage. You're never going to win. It's going to be funny. Sure. <laughs> I, I'll agree with you. Uh, in search of greatness, a green enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may cast a permanent spell from your hand with converted mana cost equal to 1 plus the highest converted mana cost among other permanents you control without paying its mana cost if you don't scry one. I think it's not a very good card. <laughs> There's, again, a million lines of text. It essentially, you have to play something one better than what you have. Or scry every turn. Or scry. For two. That's I guess pretty good. that's fine. That's pretty good. Sure, it's pretty good for like a $2 rare. <laughs> uh, the teamer guy god is pretty good, though. Are we flipping down to the color? Like well, -color look, now? on Mythic Spoilers, he's listed as green for some reason. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not um, a huge fan of that. He's fine. I like the ability to make a bunch of mana, and then I like the artifact that gets stuff back. I like the artifact better. Yeah. Um, besides um, Thor's Hammer, I'd probably say that about most of them. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Thor's Hammer. So bad. So, so bad. Like, what? Again, red. Oh, this was good. We better just, like literally make it the worst card ever. Yeah. Because otherwise it's not flavorful to red. <laughs> and the thing is, like you said, though, like in most of these gods' cases, you're only ever going to cast one side. Yeah. Like ever. Oh, I yeah. Because like, I don't think you could build the deck to do both. Yeah, you're, like, you're never going to cast They the, don't synergize very well. No, no, they're, they're, it's not. Um, Unless you had two. Because Helvar, if you could have his hammer and give double strike. It's a sword. You can't have two. It's a sword. It's not a hammer. It's a sword. Oh, it's a sword. Right, because he's... He's Balder or whatever, I believe, isn't he? I thought he was... Uh, the one who brings people back. Or is oh, he, I thought he was... Is um, he Tyr? No, no, no Tyr's see, not. I thought he was the guy uh, at the bridge, but I don't know anything. Heimdall. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. See, I thought the green guy with the, with the world enchantment was... Because he's the bridge, the prismatic yeah, bridge. Yeah, that's probably... Yeah. Look... <laughs> I watched Thor. I didn't really like it. <laughs> the first the first Thor movie was so here we go. Now here's Oh, are we off track? We get to talk about look. So look. The, the first Thor movies, movies are like Ant Man. They're the worst of the series, they, by the way. They were two of them were. So Thor one was only, okay, was three. Yeah. I was gonna say Thor, there's only two. Thor one was bad because they didn't actually show him fight. 
till like the end, and he fought for like seven minutes. Yeah, he just farts around. Thor two was just bad. Yes. And then Thor three was pretty awesome. Sure. Because they just didn't do anything for the first two. Yeah. Thor yeah. one gets a pass for like world for building. For being an intro, fine, yeah, yeah, it's an intro but movie. Nothing interesting happens. And then the third one, they're like, let's just scrap all that crap. Let's just make it a comedy. And just do something like pretty else. much. Yeah. And then it's better. But I think uh, that's why Ant Man. I personally liked Ant Man and Guardians because they had a comedic flow to them. I found that Ant-Man just said quantum when everything was confusing and yeah. just pretended it wasn't confusing now because they said quantum. Yeah, of course. How does the quantum realm cause time travel? It does. It just does. How did... Because uh, it has quantum in it. How did Robert Downey Jr. figure out time travel in a night with a bottle of rum? We don't know. How come he can carry a car that shrunk down in his pocket, but when he punches <laughs> someone, it's just as strong when he's small? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm <laughs> I not quantum. quantum. That's the answer. It's the quantum universe. <laughs> uh, so on to the colorful cards, the multicolor cards. Sure. I'll be honest. I don't have much to say about these. I wasn't a huge fan uh, of them. I didn't even notice there was an Azorius Planeswalker till now, and I don't feel like uh, reading it. Uh, um, it creates little uh, little shards, enchantment <laughs> tokens. <laughs> it sharts everywhere. <laughs> it sharts everywhere, little shart tokens, which are essentially just like uh, clues with more steps. Uh, they're Perfect. enchantments with tap two, sacrifice this, sa- scry one, then draw a card. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very um, Azorius. You sure. can plus one it to say up to one target creature you control can't be blocked this turn. Whenever that creature deals combat damage, return to its owner's hand. Uh, you can minus one it to say he deals two damage to target tap creature for each card you've drawn, and then minus one to create a shard, a shark token. Sweet, a shark token. Uh, sagas are back. I like sagas. I... None of these are super great, but the, uh, they're King, all fine. King Narfi's Betrayal is pretty crazy. The uh, Dimmier one. Each player mills four cards, then you exile a creature planeswalker card from each graveyard, and then until end of turn you may cast spells from among the cards exiled with it, um, and may spend mana as though it was mana of any color. Really good Dimmier card. Wait, why are there two Dimmier ones? Because there's an uncommon and a rare. Oh, so strange. Um, uh, the Simic guy I'm tempted to build. The Cosmic Serpent. Oh, yeah. I just realized today that it makes a 3-3 on each upkeep. Yes. Uh, and then if you Sakashima it or Spark Double it, you get two. And then you can sack those to keep it from dying. You can just build an insane army of three threes. That's true. What do you do with it? That's step two. But step one is like this could work. <laughs> you know what? Whatever you want to do with it, you do. <laughs> also, there's only one multicolor card that isn't legendary: the Immersturm Predator, the dragon. Uh, Pretty good dragon. Uh, three three flyer for four. Uh, Rakdos. I don't even see. Oh when yeah. When yeah. Immersturm Predator becomes tapped. Oh, I tapped, thought it was a legendary. Exile up to one target card from a graveyard and put a plus one plus one counter on it. Sacrifice another creature. It becomes indestructible. I kind of like the way they're getting around. I like that it has uh, regenerate. Regenerate. Yeah, it's the new <laughs> regenerate for black. Tap right? it. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Black is the the color of accidentally tapping your creatures. It's yes. Like. Tapping them to survive. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the Wolf God? Because I th- hate it. Womp womp. Kind of stupid. How do you win? Um, you put things in people's graveyards, it looks like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, because every time a permanent goes to the battlefield, it gets bigger. But then... You don't have to remove those counters. I guess. So the way you do it is you don't do the second ability. Yeah. Because when you remove everything, it survives, which is also irritating. Because uh, so it's each other non-land permanent. But it's yours too. So yes. what do you... Do. Then you have a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. So my <laughs> big problem with this card is that this harkens back to the days of, like, something crazy is going to happen, 
on your upkeep. Like, yes. it's not an activated ability. Like, back, you know. They try to simplify the, it. Yeah, during, uh, like, the Homeland days and all that stuff where they had, like, upkeep portal. triggers that did, like, crazy stupid things. I don't think Portal even knew what no, upkeep but was. No, but in, yeah. they're, they're trying to simplify it. Yeah, and I think by simplifying it, they just made it a worse card. I don't like this card. I don't know why anyone would play it. Um, the Nerfie's pretty fun, even though I don't like snow stuff. Other snow and zombie creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and for three you can return them to the from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped for three uh, snow. Yeah, we didn't talk about the greatest snow creature ever. Which is? Uh, Savella, Ice Shaper. Oh, get out of here. It makes mana lift. It's true. It actually makes icy mana lift. It does make icy mana lift. <laughs> they're strictly better mana lifts because they are snow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're they're better because they make snow mana. Uh, they make snow manas. I tapped it. They make all snow I manas. I didn't even get any I'm mana. I'm going to create a bunch of little tokens and say Frosty the Snow Mana. <laughs> uh, Morith uh, of the Frost is one that I also hate, which is the uh, the, the um, most of these Simic, terrible. Simic Shapeshifter. Uh, you may have it come into Battlefield as a copy of I mean, per, per, Target Permanent you Control, except it's Legendary and it's Snow, and if it's a creature, it enters with two additional plus I need plus it so my lands deck can have another Maze of Ith. Of course you do, Evan. Because, like, six isn't enough. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> this will just come in as a Maze of Ith every time. The a Artifacts. Or Field of the Dead. I found the Artifacts a little underwhelming. Uh, no, I got one to highlight. Which one? Uh, Maskwood Nexus, because now everyone that, can play that Conspiracy. Really good, that is a really good card, Which actually. is fun. Yeah, because conspiracy is a fun card that's pigeonholed into black, uh, but now everyone can have fun. It's true. Um, and, like and Cosmos Elixir will be really good in Aloro. <laughs> uh, which one's that? <laughs> the uh, the rare artifact that says at the beginning of your end step, draw a card if your life total is greater than your starting oh, life total. Yes. Um, Otherwise, as our buddy pointed Aloro. out, Colossal Plow is only funny because you can plow people for six. And you can also attach <laughs> it to that ox, that O six ox that says <laughs> it cruises with its toughness. Sweet. They were made for each other, my friend. Um, Literally. Uh, uh, the rest of them are oh pretty no. underwhelming. Weather Runestone. Get out of here. Man, hosing people with that is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is it going to just Ugh. straight lock certain Ugh. players? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like that that one's uncommon because uh, everyone should get it. Everyone's going to have so one. So mean a card. Uh, a best cycle in the entire set we haven't talked about. Which one? All the, the all the janky lands. All <laughs> the lands. So um, did they finish the did they finish the pathway lands with this? Are they pathway lands? There's four of them. There's white blue. Uh, there's Rakdos, Azorius, Simic, and uh, Golgari. Does that finish them? Well, there's ten in this set, so I don't know what you're talking about. Ten pathway lands? No, all of these silly. There's great pathways. There's literally oh the pathways. Four I didn't pathways. Get that. <laughs> yes, because they put the others in Zendikar. Okay. That's like Evan, Sorry, Evan, Pathway I lands. was talking about the other lands. Oh, you mean the common uh, the duels? Uncommon, they're not duels. They only tap for one because apparently they would have been just too good if the Azorius one actually tapped for Which one are we talking about here? The uncommon set of lands that enter the battlefield tapped. They tap for a single uh, type, and then they all have like a super ability that's yeah. kind of expensive, but like some of them are really good. I thought we were still talking about the snowlands, like the, the dual no. snows. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they're fine because they're fetchable. No, no, no. I want to talk about the, the janky lands that. Yeah, sack, the one that you can sack. The Boros one, sack yeah. to find an aura or uh, equipment, reveal them, and put them in the hand. You get, you get one or the other or both. Yep. Uh, there's the gruel one that you can destroy a land and make a creature. <laughs> there's the Simic one that you just, it's like mirror pool, but it gets counters. <laughs> and they're all like, well, you can only do it at sorcery speed, but like some of them are super good. There are some really good ones. Um, um, the, 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 is it land that for five, 
does two damage to each creature is probably like stupidly good and standard. And scry two. Yeah, because you're just like, whoops, blew up the board. <laughs> they're they're all pretty good. Uh, they're not snowlands though. They're very expensive to play is the problem because like six and tapping it is seven, but like you can't stop them. No, so you can stifle what, them. Yeah. The one that gets back a creature, like, I think for Commander, they're good cards just to, like, leave. And late in the game, you'll be like, I have this sweet ability. Yeah, true. Um, true. So I, I like them. Uh, the World Tree can go to hell. I hate that card. <laughs> it's not legendary, apparently, because Rosewater said uh, they basically don't like legendary lands for some reason. Oh, well, all um, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every legendary land they printed is fair and equitable. <laughs> like, what the... Do you know what its downside would be? That getting double Wooberg would be difficult. And they went, no, 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 we'll fix that. Yeah. It'll just let you tap for anything. Yeah. Yep. I hate this card. Uh, well, but you have to play land destruction. You for do. everyone who's like no land destruction, you can't let the world tree sit there. You have to have some way of blowing up lands. Oh, yeah. No. Chaos Warp. <laughs> what is that? Um, uh, what is that? Uh, the garden, the goblin gardener. Then sack it. Destroy target land. Yeah. Now you're in a goblin couple. tribal. Um, so overall, uh, Keldheim, yeah, I'll uh, give it a, I'll give it a, a, you know, it's got a good beat and you can dance to it. I give it a 63. Yeah. If I had to give it a thumbs up or thumbs down, I'd give it a thumbs up. Um, there's enough decent cards. There's a bunch that I hate. Um, but there, there is, there's a bunch of wa wacky fun cards in this set, which yeah. we haven't been able to say for a while. Um, that are just like strange. There's a lot of super strange cards that yeah. I don't know if they're any good, and I'm kind of excited to see if they are. Uh, but then there's a bunch of crappy cards that are like clearly like busted. If you play Turgrid, you're I'm a pedophile in my mind. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cue it on. That's all I'm gonna say. Pizzagate, you're a liberal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it it was a good set. It looks like it'll be a fun set. I'm not gonna go to my way to get any of the cards except a general that I need. But like, if I pull them. Or if something falls in my lap, yeah, I'm or I excited get them to, to trade. see what we get. Uh, yeah. Well, you want the squirrel one, and the squirrel will be fun to have. If I don't yeah. get the squirrel, I'm not going to cry. But if I pull the squirrel, I'm going to build the squirrel. I don't know if it's good for a squirrel tribal deck. No, I it's not going to be squirrel tribal. Way, way better just as something else. It's going to be sapperling tribal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my complaint with the squirrel. Is people are like, oh yeah, well it's probably good because deranged hermit is like a million dollars. Uh, yeah, look, we're not going to talk about the reserve list, but like <laughs> the cards that are worth nothing are going up. Like what Someday the hell? soon we'll talk about the reserve oh list. Oh, my God. We've complained enough, and it's just getting worse. <laughs> like, well, what the hell? thanks for listening to our whirlwind episode of, uh, of EDH Wrecked, the yeah. non-infinite podcast, which we mentioned when we were talking over each other earlier. You can find us on uh, edhwrecked.com, uh, where yep. you can find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter our Discord. Feel free to drop us a line, and we'll hook you up with the Discord invite. Yep. Um, feel free to jump in and join us for games. We also have a Patreon, which you can jump in and join if you feel like it. Yep. Um, Help support us. We throw all the money back into prize support, uh, apart yes. from the microphone that we bought so that Evan doesn't sound like an idiot. Well, okay, after last week, I still... You still sound like we an idiot. We can't buy smarts. Look, we can't <laughs> help the way he sounds. We can only help project it. Uh, so... Thank you again, everyone, for listening. And we'll be uh, back in, or we think we're we're gonna get back on track here. With we're the, gonna try to go bi-weekly. Weekly. Yeah, bi-weekly. Um, so. But things, the holidays screwed us up, and a bunch of other things. I think we might. I think you know what? I think I might start doing little mini episodes too, oh. like we did, like the little 10, 15 minutes. That episodes. was kind of fun. I like the predictions yeah. one. Yeah. But the problem is, we talk a lot. <laughs>
Yeah. So we're going to have to find topics. We have a bunch lined up. We do. We actually have quite a few, actually. Our next episode's already lined up, I feel, and ready yeah, to go. I got an idea. F- There's another one we have to do shortly. Perfect. Um, I think I mentioned it to you, but I won't drop it here so we won't get held to <laughs> Teasers, it. Teasers, guys. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we've, we've gotten... I watched a Nick Cage movie I liked the other day. Oh, are we just going to talk? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, was it National Treasure? No. What was it? I'll tell you later. Look, All right, guys. Mandy. Go watch <laughs> Mandy with Nicolas Cage. Okay? What was that? The Color of Space? That was pretty good. It I was liked pretty that good. one. Was pretty, that wasn't the one that I watched. It's though. the color out of space. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, idea yeah. of making a movie about an indescribable color was a very bold decision. <laughs> On Nick Cage's for, part. Well, like, how do you visually <laughs> depict a non, a supposedly <laughs> indescribable visual? Like, good, <laughs> good try there. But uh, it, it's actually pretty good. Well, thanks for joining us, guys, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed the end of this episode as much as we did. All right. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>